Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHayes. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a multiple six-figure online coaching business in just one year. Now I'm sharing my strategy with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. So grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Again, welcome to the Taylor Living Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. What's up, y'all? So today, a much anticipated episode of the Taylor Living Podcast. We're talking all things IG bios, all right? Oh, man, I have gotten so many questions about what to put in your bio, what to eliminate. And just a reminder, guys, building my multiple six-figure business, I have done that all through Instagram, okay? I have done that all organically. I have not used any ads, any funnels, any of that, right? It has all been through Instagram. And I really do believe that the Instagram bio is a huge component of that. So you have 150 characters. That is it, right? Every emoji counts. Every space counts. Every word, everything counts, right? When somebody comes to your page, it is said that the attention span of a human being is about seven seconds. However, a first impression is made in a fraction of that time, right? So what do we need to put in those 150 characters that gets people to click follow and want to purchase from us or follow us or join our community, right? If somebody looks at our profile and jumps off of it, we have not done our job. So I want to walk you through what should be in your bio, what should not be in your bio, and what to think about when building your Instagram bio, okay? Also, feel free to leave a review. Tell me what you think about this episode, and I will pick two of you to do a free Instagram bio makeover, okay? So comment, review, share this on Instagram, tag me in it, let me know what you think, and again, I will pick two of you to do a free Instagram bio. I don't care how old this episode gets, I will forever and always Hold my promise to that when you share this episode. I will promise to do this because if you guys have noticed on Instagram, I've actually been doing this every other week. I've been selecting a handful of people and I have been correcting or not correcting, but kind of, you know, critiquing, if you will, (laughs) critiquing some Instagram bios. Okay. So first and foremost, what do we need to even think about before you build a bio? Okay. And, and I'm not going to go too in-depth on this because this could honestly be a, an entire episode in and of itself, but I want you to think about who your ideal client is, okay? Your dream client, your ideal client. In order to build your brand, identifying your dream client is everything, right? It's going to tell you who to speak to, who to market to. It's who you coach. It's in your messaging. This will literally determine everything. So in a very brief way, I'm going to give you... Um, three steps to identifying your ideal client. Okay. So when you're first thinking about this, it's not just, I work with women, right? Or, oh, I want to target athletes. That's, it's not good enough. It's not deep enough, right? Because your ideal client should be so clear that if somebody comes to your page, they're like, yep, that's me. Or nope, that is not me. If you have a very mediocre, I help statement, or it just says coach, 
NASM certification, personal trainer. I'm so bored. I'm off your page, right? Like that's what everyone says. So we're trying to really hone in on your bio and keeping in mind that if you are a coach, people assume that you have NASM, ISSA, ACE, something of that nature. If you say you're a nutrition coach, people are assuming you have a PN1, some kind of a degree certification, right? You don't need to waste any room in your bio with that, okay? So identifying your ideal client. First, I want you to really describe them. I want you to get in their head. Men, women, millennials, how old are they? Are they busy? Are they parents? Are they go-getters? Are they athletes? What's their job? What's their salary? What do they do in their free time? Do they live alone? Right? Like start thinking about these things. Okay. Now, step two, what do they struggle with? Do they struggle with disordered eating? Do they struggle with self-sabotage? Do they struggle, struggle with building muscle, losing weight, gaining weight, right? Figuring out exactly what they struggle with. Now, there could be multiple layers of what they struggle with, but why? Okay. Why do they struggle with losing weight? Is it because they are not able to hold themselves accountable? Is it because they are under eating severely? Is it because they have disordered eating patterns, right? Like there's so many things to think about, so many layers. So again, figuring out exactly who this person is. And step three, what is their desired transformation? What are they seeking from you and your services? So for example, I like to pick an adjective, a current state, and then a pain point or a goal. So I'm going to give you some examples. Again, adjective, current state, pain point or goal. So a few examples. High achieving women who want to find food freedom. Okay. Another example. Busy moms who want to get their bodies back. Another example. Fitness coaches who want to grow their online brands and scale. Another example, former male collegiate athletes looking to ditch the dad bod. There's so many ways you can do this, right? So again, asking yourself, who do you want to serve and who do you want to work with? Okay. So when you are describing your I help statement, that is again, the first line in your bio. Okay. So you have literally 0.04 seconds to grab their attention before they hop off your page. Okay. So it has to be, like I've said, again, clear clear, clear messaging, who you work with and what the process looks like. Okay. Your ideal client needs to come to your page and say, Oh my gosh, that is the person for me. My dreams and prayers have been answered, right? We want them to feel so drawn into us. Okay. So some examples, I help busy moms get their pre-pregnancy bodies back through flexible dieting plus strength training. Do you see how specific that is? Like I help not just moms, but busy moms get their pre-pregnancy bodies back. How do they do that? Through flexible dieting plus strength training. Okay. So many ways to do this. So again, we want to identify who you help, explain their pain point, list the transformation or structure, and add a cute on-brand emoji to the front of it. Okay. So let's talk about things that we need in the bio to make that happen. Okay. So first, there's four things I want to go over today in this podcast. The first thing is keywords in your name or title, okay? Go ahead and take out your last name. So when you're looking at your bio and you can type your name, it should be your first name with a line and then your title, okay? If it says something, 
you know, else other than your name or something generic, or if that's what you're putting like NASM, PN1, whatever, that is not going to be searchable. Okay. So first name only, because there's not, I, and you know, I, I should know this, but I don't know exactly how many characters are allowed in the name field, but I know it's not very many because if I put my last name, it is not long. It's too long rather. So again, first name and then your descriptor. Okay. Your title. So mine says Taylor. I have a line and then it says fitness plus biz coach. Okay. So if anyone searches an Instagram for fitness coach, I pop up. If anyone searches for biz coach, I pop up. Right. So what, think about things that are searchable. Okay. So I recommend you do something like wellness coach, nutrition coach, something a little bit more descriptive than just coach. Okay. The second thing you need is a headshot that really stands out. This is one of the easiest things to clean up, okay? If you are somebody that's thinking, oh, I'm not photogenic, I don't have professional photos, you don't need professional photos, but you do need something that is eye-catching and shows eye contact, okay? When somebody looks at your photo, they need to be able to make eye contact with you. Eye contact is amazing for building that relationship initially. Okay. If you think about this and you go through someone's profile and you're looking at photos and you see the back of someone's head or the side of someone's face, it's, it's not, it's very detaching. It's not a way to draw you in. Right. So if you think about like a professional headshot, everyone is facing the camera, right? So eye contact. Okay. I recommend doing something that has a very bold color attached to it. One thing that is very, very easy to do is Most of us, if you don't, I assume you're using Canva, okay? Canva is amazing for building uh, graphics for free. The paid version is also very cheap. But I recommend taking a photo of you, and let's say it's the background isn't amazing. Maybe you were inside somewhere or whatever, but you love the way it looks. So I would recommend putting that photo in Canva and then removing the background, okay? So you have a white background, your face is popping, and I recommend putting like a colored circle on the outside, something that is in your brand color that really makes that photo pop, okay? But the main takeaway, if you're like, I don't feel like editing, everyone, well, I feel like a lot of people, have amazing iPhones. iPhones, take the best photos, guys. And now they have front-facing portrait mode with timers. Like, just take a photo that is front-facing and looks good, okay? The third thing, the infamous I help statement, right? Explaining how you help somebody. So again, it is not good enough to just say, I help people build better bodies. Like that tells me nothing. That is so, so, so generic. Okay. So if you go to my Instagram and I'm pulling it up right now as I speak, because I don't want to, I don't want to misquote something, right? You're going to see that because I help two different kinds of people, fitness, business, right? Those are my two. I actually help, or excuse me, I I say I help several people. (laughs) I have two, several I help statements is what I was trying to say. So you'll see I help high achievers become an authority plus attract their dream clients. And I also help high achievers find food freedom and transform their bodies. Now, I will tell you, if I could make mine a little bit longer, I could. However, 
I have two crammed into one bio, and sometimes it's a little challenging. So again, notice how the first thing, I help, who do I help? High achievers, okay? Figure out who that is. Are you helping busy parents? Are you helping night shift nurses? Are you helping teachers? Are you helping go-getters? Are you helping the burnt out entrepreneur? Are you helping? Like, who do you help? Who is your target audience, right? And then how do we help them and what are you helping them do? Okay. Also want to say that help is not a, a word that you must use. Okay. You could say, I transform, I coach, I teach, or I help any kind of word that just feels good for you. Okay. And you'll figure that out as you are writing your I help statement. And then finally, the last thing you need is a link to your service or application. I recommend if you are somebody that is brand new to coaching and you are still working on your website, I would recommend just linking your application. Okay. So I recommend doing your application in Linktree, excuse me, not Linktree, in Typeform or you could do a Google form. It really does not matter. I like Typeform a lot. Also, it is free for up to three applications. So that is what I recommend, mainly because it's very, very uh, transformable, (laughs) if I could use that word. You can do so many things by adding photos, creating a cool background. Google forms are fine. There's just not a lot of... um, flair, right? It just, it's not as flashy. And I am, you know, I'm just, I like, I like everything to be pretty and cute and whatnot. So, and if I can do that for free, I will. So Typeform is my go-to. Um, plus I think it's easier to review the results versus a Google form, putting everything on an Excel sheet. And sometimes the answers are harder to read because it's kind of small. You have to click into it and look through it like an Excel sheet. So again, my preference is Typeform, but it's up to you. Now, if you have a website up, then go ahead and have a link tree, right? And when you open your link tree, please do not put a bajillion and a half links in there, okay? I would say anything that adds or that gives you money, right? So if you are somebody that has like a coupon code, like for example, um, I work with Core Nutritionals. So I actually have a highlight for them, okay? So I do not have my coupon code in my bio, You don't have to have a coupon code in your bio. Again, you have 150 characters, wasted space just cannot happen, okay? So unless a company is literally paying your salary, I would put them in a highlight reel, okay? Your link tree, you don't want somebody to click on it and feel super overwhelmed, okay? So I would put you know, apply to work with me one-on-one, things like that. Everything should also be an action, like a, uh, a suggestion or something. So instead of just saying like website application, you want to say apply to work with me, visit my website or like learn more about me. I think website kind of sounds boring. Um, for emails, you'll notice that mine says, let's be email besties. You can have a million different things there, but I think subscribe is so, it's just such a turnoff, okay? These days, people do not want to just subscribe to an email list. More on that to come. Um, I actually did a free training on how to build your email list uh, on my Goal Getter Facebook group. And if you guys are not a part of that, seriously join. Just search for Goal Getter Community for Online Coaches on Facebook. We It's totally free to join. I go live every single Wednesday for free content, free trainings, and I think that you guys would absolutely love it. We have a bio one coming up pretty soon as well. Um, 
But something that I was talking about in there was everything you need in a link tree and how to build your email list. And the best way to do that is to have some kind of a freebie, okay? So for example, I have a free lead generation guide. So what are what's a common pain point for my clients? They struggle to get new leads. They don't know how to start conversations in the DMs. They are a little more shy than normal. So I created a lead generation guide. So when you get the lead generation guide, how do you get that? You have to give me your email. So they're giving me their email and I'm giving them a free guide to lead generation. So do you see how it's like a, 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 it's like a transaction, right? Like they're getting something, I'm getting something. People will not want to subscribe to your email list without getting information. It's not good enough to say, join my list for weekly, blah, blah, blah. They want something right now. People want something right now. Think about the last time you join an email list. Like seriously, think about it. When is the last time you voluntarily joined an email list if it didn't mean you were going to get something right away? whether it be a coupon code, whether it be a guide, maybe you had to take a quiz. I know a lot of business owners have quizzes and things like that. So I encourage you to create some kind of a freebie if that is going to be in your link tree, okay, versus just a subscribe, all right? Or get really creative with the way that you word it. Like I said, I call my email people my email besties because I'm like, hey, let's be besties, right? That sounds way more um, enticing. Okay, so let's talk about what should not be in the bios. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to offend anyone, but like your obsession with target is not a personality trait. Um, you loving puppy cuddles also doesn't make you money and being hashtag married AF. It just also like doesn't uh, do anything for me, right? So I know, I know, I know you you're you're proud of all of those things, right? But you know, and I and I always hear the Taylor, but like, shouldn't I be sharing my personality? Like, isn't that like what I'm supposed to be doing? My answer is yes, yes. We want to see your personality, but we want to see that in the stories. We want to see that in your captions. We want to see that in your post, in your photos. But your bio is what makes you money. Okay, you are running a business. If it would not go on your LinkedIn profile, I don't want to see it on your bio. And chances are when you meet a boss for the first time, you're not like, take an AF, can that go on my business card? No, no, it cannot, right? So again, it's not that your life cannot be part of your Instagram, guys. You know, I joke all the time. My followers, if you've been around for a while, you know that I am an emo kid and I am all about like that kind of music, that kind of scene. I joke about it all the time, but I don't say emo kid in my bio. All like, I mean, maybe I should. I'm just kidding. Um, but my point is keep your bio to the things that make you money. Okay. So no more cigots. Congrats. But again, business. No more brand handles. I know I touched on this earlier, but I'm going to say it again because it's so important. I get it, right? You have this coupon code for 10%, this other coupon code for 10%. I know you're proud of it, right? I know you are. But unless the company is actually paying your salary, create a highlight reel, create a highlight reel and reference it a lot. Share the stuff that you're using in your stories. Okay. Like I said, I work for core nutritionals. I love their product, love them to death, but I am not getting a paid salary from Core Nutritionals. However, I do promote them all the time. I also have a highlight reel showing my favorite products as I go, hyping them up all the time. But again, that is not what needs to go in your bio. And like I said, 
No more anything that's not making you money or adding to your credentials, okay? So I don't want you to stress over making your bio perfect. I challenge you to take some time today and just declutter your bio. So I'm going to go over again those four things, the four key things to make sure you have in your bio. Number one, keywords in your name and title. Number two, a headshot that stands out with eye contact. Number three, an I help statement explaining who and how you help. And number four, a link to your service or application, right? And if it is just the link to your type form, use Bitly to shorten that link. It just looks a little bit better. And again, anybody that shares this, tags me, leaves a review on this podcast, is going to be entered for a free Instagram bio makeover, all right? So short and sweet, that's how I like to keep these podcasts, and I want you guys to show me those bios, okay? So if you listen to this and give yourself a bio makeover, can you tag me? I wanna see it. I would love, love, love to see it, all right? You guys have an amazing day, and I'll talk to you guys soon. I wanna give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Tailored Living Podcast. If you're looking for a community of badass go-getters to bounce ideas and answer questions, join my exclusive goal-getter community on Facebook. The link's waiting for you on Instagram. Until next time, bye y'all.